Good morning, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Happiness After Codependency. I'm Marshall Berkshire, and I'm your guide back to knowing, loving, and being who you are, which is how we heal codependency. Today, um, well, we're going to jump into this idea of sanity. Today's episode is titled A Secret to Lasting Fantasy. So we're going to explore what it means to be sane and why we feel crazy. And one thing we can start doing that can, one, eliminate the crazy making, two, build self-trust, and three, create lasting, concrete sanity that we can lean into, trust, and rely on to help guide us in our lives. So that's today's episode. I'm Before we get started, I'm going to share this out to the community real quick. So let me go find, there it is. So the community is where you can find further guidance from me. You can get more into my work if you like what I teach, how I teach, what you're gaining here, you can gain more of it there in the community, as well as access to support and guidance in your particular journey out of codependency. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. And also make sure, guys, you check out the rules for the community so you can make sure if it's the right fit for what you're looking for in your journey. Let me know how you're doing in the comments below. Let me know your thoughts on today's episode, what insights you get, what questions you might have, and let's jump in here. All right. So a secret to lasting sanity. Now, growing up, I was taught that I should trust other people's perspectives, other people's points of view, other people's interpretations of reality and of myself. I was taught that other people had a more succinct, accurate, true perception of reality not me. I was especially taught to doubt my reactions, my sense, my senses, my actual literal senses. Like I was taught to not believe what I was seeing and hearing, but to believe what I was told to think about what I was seeing and hearing. I was taught to ignore my sense of things, my, my body's reactions to things. I was told that any reactions that were not aligned with happiness that were not aligned with obedience were sinful they were wrong these are not things you should trust you have to trust the external authority the other person whether that was my parents or some sort of cultural religious figure whatever it might be i had to trust them this is where we well i lost contact with my own sanity my own reality and my own sense of self now Within abuse dynamics, whether it's a family dynamic, family culture, whether it's a religious culture or social culture, if these kinds of behaviors are happening within those systems, we have been taught to doubt ourselves. Now, this can show up as overtly somebody overtly saying, hey, you shouldn't trust yourself. You should do this instead. You should do that instead. But a lot of times it's more covert. It's more subtle. It's like being criticized for what you feel or for what you experienced in something. Being told you shouldn't feel that way, that that feeling, that emotion you have about what you experienced is wrong or bad. It's about being told you're too sensitive about something. It's being told that nobody else feels that way, just you, what's wrong with you, that kind of thing. It's being told to get over what you feel, that what you feel is a burden that you shouldn't bring it up. You should keep it to yourself. 
one of the ways that happened in my experience was I was told that I shouldn't grieve my mother. I should, well, I, I could grieve my mother for a specific amount of time, like a few months, but then get over it, move on. You've got her forever. Why are you grieving? I was told I was selfish because of that. And as a shout out to mom, today would be her 72nd birthday. So happy birthday, mom. And so, yeah, fun on that one. But uh, <laughs> this connection with reality is severed when people, well, when other people question our reality, and we have been taught to do that too. This is where we become very susceptible to manipulation to gaslighting, to being controlled by other people's narratives and perspectives. It is the way um, we lose center in our reality and we begin to feel crazy. We start to feel crazy because, hey, I'm having reaction A to situation A, but people tell me it's I should have reaction B or C to situation A because situation A is actually not the way you see it. It's something else and this causes us to start really feeling crazy and to doubt ourselves which further opens that ground for being manipulated so how do we get through this how do we come to a place where we can have solid concrete lasting sanity one of the secrets to this process of sanity starts with one of the hardest steps we do in our healing and that is acknowledging what we're actually experiencing. I call this sane making. I do this through asking, uh, what's it, four or five different questions here, because I've changed the process a few times. So some have four questions, some have five. First question I typically ask is, what's the context? What is happening? What are, what, what's the situation? What's the agreements involved? Um, who is involved? That kind of thing. Then the next question is, is what actions have been taken? What actions did I take? What actions did they take? What choices were made? What choices did I make? What choices did they make? What choices did I not make that I should, that I sensed I ought to have? Like, what was I sensing that I ignored? What was I sensing that I respected? Those kind of things. We're getting more attuned to our reality in this respect. And then what outcome did this create? What impact did that outcome have on my life? How did it feel to me? What we're doing here is we're realigning with reality rather than a narrative about reality. So a narrative is a story. It's someone's explanation about something rather than just looking at the facts, context, what was chosen, what, was, what actions were taken, what were the outcome that happened because of that, and then what impact did you experience with it? When we go through that kind of sane-making process, we become aligned with our own lived reality, our own lived experience. And as at this point, we start to return back to sanity. When we come back to sanity, then we can start acknowledging what was real for us and start trusting its legitimacy. This is where we start getting the lasting component in sanity, the concrete element of sanity. So what does legitimacy mean? Legitimacy means to make it real and valid to you. That translates to it doesn't matter if someone else agrees with it or not. It matters that you experienced it. 
So it's real and valid to you. So it's autonomous from other people's points of view. It's autonomous from other people's perspectives. It doesn't rely on them to validate your experience. Your experience is intrinsically valid and real. That's what it means to have innate legitimacy in something. When we start to trust innate legitimacy in our lived experiences, we start to attune to our reactions. Our reactions are valid and real as well because they're telling us about our emotional relationship with what we experienced. This is essential to understanding ourselves, what we need, what we don't need, what boundaries we need to put in place, what actions we need to take, what actions we don't need to take. We start to know ourselves again. We start to get centered back in our own reality so that we can connect with so that we can connect with reality by using our personal power appropriately. So let me know if this is making sense here. Hey, Jasmine. Let's see here. So much shame comes thinking about others' thoughts about my feelings. I really internalized that shame about my sensitivities. Yeah, well, no doubt. And of course you have. You've had to in order to survive. Because there's one thing that tends to happen in the abuse dynamic, where there's neglect and abuse and gaslighting involved, we internalize their perspective and then shame ourselves because we have a difference to it. We're doing that because we don't have another way of handling the divergence that occurs between person A and person B. We don't know how to navigate that chasm of difference there because it's often very conflict-laden, very feels very dangerous and can be very dangerous with particular people. Underneath all that, we also don't have a very strong sense of trust and safety or what's called internal orientation or self-reference to ourself. So we're like, yeah, maybe I'm just crazy. Maybe I'm just wrong. I mean, they're so confident about this. They're so assertive about it. They're so definite about it. Maybe I'm wrong. So one of the things that get us with, especially narcissistic uh, people with narcissistic patterns of behavior, they... <laughs> they come off as extremely confident in the way they see the world. And when we don't have a confidence in the way we experience the world, we're going to ebb to that. Because part of us is looking for safety. Remember, we have three essential needs. I call them the three necessities. And they're always active in whatever we're doing. We need a, we need a sense of safety. We need a sense of connection and a sense of identity. And when these are weak, they're not formed, they're not concrete, they're not strong within us, then we just ebb to these external authorities that project strong identity, strong connection, strong safety. Because now we have a sense of shelter. Rather than moving inward and going, you know, there's deep, the real safety we seek isn't oriented in our lived experience and trusting its legitimacy. Because then we can use our power to our well-being and our our benefit and our happiness rather than just submitting to these external perspectives and then running our world based on their view. No wonder we're not happy. No wonder we have a lot of pain and a lot of confusion because we're trying to translate our lived experience through their language, their perspective, and they're never going to align. They're not supposed to. We're here as sovereign beings to discover and experience ourselves and others from our sovereignty, not through blending and enmeshing with other individuals. At least that's my perspective that it's not law, obviously. I'm not, not an authority, but in my, in my experience, that is 
my experience. That's my reality. Put that in there that way. So my friends, a secret to sanity is to believe yourself regardless of what it is. So it's like I have reactions that come up all the time in my body. Like I, I'm, I'm doing my, my Everything Forever membership marketing right now. I'm doing, I'm posting things everywhere. I'm sharing my thoughts. And I'll have reactions sometimes that go, you know, maybe we're going to get bullied again. Maybe we're going to get another smear campaign against us because of what we're doing. Maybe we're going to be attacked for it. And that can bring up some real big anxiety in me. Well, it actually makes sense that that's there. See, if I absorb the perspective of other people that I follow in my world, I shouldn't be feeling that, right? If I have absorbed the perspective of other people I've followed in the past, oh, those are not those are feelings of weak people. That kind of perspective would show up. But when I trust the legitimacy of these reactions, I get connected back to my sanity. Because now I can determine if I'm actually in danger. I can determine what I'm going to do in that danger, and I can determine what I need for my safety. Because these reactions come from a valid premise. The fact that I was bullied quite extensively through um, the end of, of grade school all the way through my ninth grade year. Lots and lots of questioning, social bullying, lots of smear campaigns. And then my parents got in on that too later in life, doing that to me. So I've had these these experiences that are valid and real. So my nervous system's like, that's a real threat. Yeah, yeah, it's a real possibility. And now we have power to care for ourselves there. So this this brought me sanity and allowed me to care for myself. And now there's more peace, there's more confidence, there's more availability to show up things are sane i'm not gaslighting i shouldn't feel scared about these things marshall because it hasn't happened in you know six months no no I'm, I'm scared that's what's valid i can care for it that's what i'm getting at here guys is when we come to believing ourselves and trusting in the legitimacy of ourselves we can really heal deeply we do not have to endure anymore our own sense of gaslighting ourselves, our own sense of crazy. Instead, we can exit that and go, this is valid and real. It may not make sense right now, but it's still valid. It's still real. It's still legitimate. It still matters. And now, what is it pointing, to, what is it pointing out to me? What need is asking for care, for love, for validation from me? Where can I seek safe reassurance? Where can I have connection? Where can I be cared for? We start to be able to care for ourselves in deep, profound ways that liberate us from codependency. So that's a secret to lasting sanity. So that is today's episode, my friends. If you're interested, you like my work, you're benefiting from it, and you would like to gain more of it in a really structured and powerful way that also saves you money, Check out the Everything Forever membership because that's my opportunity to get you. You get everything I've created and ever will create for a flat, for one-time price. So you can join, get all that forever. So that enrolls you in the Happiness After Codependency system that starts this coming August. It gets you into all my solo courses. In fact, if you want to go deep on restoring 
your self-trust the self-trust course is designed exactly for that and that is part of the solo course packages i offer which is included in the everything forever membership so you can get that the link is above on facebook below on youtube enrollment closes in seven days and then we'll probably have to wait till this time next year to get into it again because i usually only offer it one or two times a year so Jump in on this now. Save yourself both time and money there. If you've got questions on that, please feel free to email me, PM me, whatnot. Glad to discuss it and, and help you discover what the best choice is for you in your path in healing. Because that's really the point. You know, this is my opportunity to you to work more deeply with my work, but it's also an opportunity to get you to where you really need to be because maybe it's not my work right now. Maybe it's something else. So if you've got a question there, reach out. I'll give you some guidance there. Thank you, my friends, for being here. Thank you for watching. Thank you for the comments, Jasmine. Thank you guys for your support. Share this video out to people you know would benefit from it. Take some time today to praise and appreciate your effort and healing in your world because that also is another secret to, re to lasting sanity. Praise and appreciate your effort, your discoveries, the things that you're accomplishing, the daring acts you're doing because this is no easy work. It's a big deal. I see that. And I see that in you. Good work doing it. So keep doing it. Okay. I'll see you guys in our next episode. Go gently. Bye-bye.